Hello and welcome to the Economic and Market Watch podcast for the week of November 6, 2023. This is Sam Kemp of CFC. We've talked about student loans before, particularly on the resumption of student loan repayment. Today, I would like to take this opportunity to talk about why we even have a student loan problem to begin with. The Biden administration has put in place a Plan B for student loan forgiveness after his previous plan was struck down by the Supreme Court. While the mass loan forgiveness is off the table now, the administration is exploring a workaround by using a process known as negotiated rulemaking. Simply put, the new proposal involves changes to federal higher education law that would enable more borrowers to qualify for debt relief. These include, one, those who currently have balances bigger than what they originally borrowed, two, those who entered repayment at least 25 years ago, Three, those who attended career training programs that created unreasonable debt loads or provided insufficient earnings for graduates, or programs that have an unacceptably high student loan default rate. And four, those who are eligible for existing loan forgiveness programs but have not applied. The new proposal also aims to include those who are experiencing financial hardship that the current federal student loan system doesn't address. The Secretary of Education said in a statement that the administration is committed to helping borrowers who have been failed by our country's broken and unaffordable student loan system. While I'm very sympathetic towards those who graduated with student loan debt, as I am one of them, I would like to pause here and ask you this question. Is it true that the problem is our country's broken and unaffordable student loan system as the Secretary of Education claimed? Is it so problematic that we are asked to pay back what we borrowed plus interest? I would argue that the real problem is the size of the loans. I would argue that the real problem is why these students have to take out such large loans to begin with. And I would argue that what's so problematic is how much higher education costs. As much as I would love for my and my friend's debt to get canceled, debt relief is not the answer. And what are we going to do for the next graduates who accumulated tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt? Keep canceling their debt? You see, if each of them graduated with, say, just $5,000 in debt, this wouldn't be a problem at all. The problem is that they somehow ended up with this massive debt because tuition fees are way too high. Let's not gaslight young people here. They're suffering not because they have to pay back what they agreed to pay back when they borrowed. They're suffering because they pay too much for higher education. If we really care about young people in the next generation, we need to talk about the affordability of higher education. And I speak as someone who graduated from an Ivy League that's currently sitting on billions of dollars in endowment. And somehow, these higher education institutions are tax-exempted. Let's stop pretending that higher education institutions are not the cause of the student loan problem. For a very long time, the American dream is made up of two things. Getting education to get a well-paid job and then buying a home. Both of these have now become the American nightmare because socially, politically, we'll keep stimulating demand for these two. If we get accepted to a university, we go. That's what we have been taught to believe is the responsible decision by our parents and the government. That's why we have no negotiating power. Universities just charge us whatever they want because who holds them accountable? No one. 
So I would say if you care about your children and grandchildren, it's time to question higher education institutions. That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard. Talk to you soon. Music.